Welcome to episode 35 of the Making Disciples podcast, where we are furthering our knowledge of Jesus Christ and the gospel so that we can go to the ends of the world and minister and make disciples. So as you guys know, since episode 20, we have been doing the parables of Jesus. That has been the curriculum that we have been going through, what we've been teaching. And I told you guys that I will not be doing all of the parables because some parables teach up on the same topic, on the same message. For example, heaven what eternal life is like, a lot of the parables touch up on that, on how it can be compared to that. So we will not be touching up on all of them. This is parable 15 that we are doing. Um, We might do 18, we might do 20, I'm not quite sure. But as you guys do know, as I mentioned, we will be moving to 1 John after this. So get ready for that. Let's finish strong with the parables. And I'm looking forward to the curriculum in 1 John. Um, Today, it's going to be in Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 35. And we're going to be talking about counting the costs of being a disciple of Christ. This is very important, and I don't think enough of us do it. I think there's a major issue in the Western civilization where we consider ourselves to be cultural Christians. We were raised that way. So yes, I pray in the mornings and I pray over my food. So I'm automatically saved because I pray. So let's go through it. Uh, Verse 25. Now great crowds accompanied him and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the costs, whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king uh, in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no, it is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears, let him hear. So diving right in, Jesus says that we must hate our own father and mother and wife and children and yes, even our own lives. So surely Jesus isn't asking us to hate somebody. This hate is actually a lesser love. It means a forsaking of all others to follow Christ. When you are getting married, you forsake all others for your spouse. It's likewise when you give your life to Christ, you forsake all others and give your life to Christ. You then He is your Lord. He rules over your life. Your love for him should be so much that your love for others seems like hate. So he states that whoever does not bear his own cross may not be his disciple. Christ wants us to do a careful inventory before declaring our willingness to follow him. How will we declare to follow him and yet flee from the trials of this world that we undergo? We must count it joy. We must undergo it for the joy of the Lord. James chapter 1, verses 2 and 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Everyone that is willing to assess the cost and invest all that he has in his kingdom are worthy of entering. 
You cannot make this decision off of a whim and say, today, you know what? Everybody's being a Christian. I'm going to be a Christian just in case there is something after death so I can go to heaven. It's not something that you make off of a whim. Who wants to claim to be in Christ and as soon as trials show, they flee back to what they thought worked for them. They flee back to the temptations. They flee back to the worldliness that they thought gave them peace when in reality it is Christ that gives us peace. You cannot make this decision off of a whim. Instead, you must count the cost. And this is far more than just material possessions. This is a full surrender of your life to Christ. Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Your body is a living sacrifice. Your life is no longer your own. Instead, Christ rules over your life. He leads you down the path of righteousness. You are no longer the God of your life. You have submitted all authority to God. He delivers you from the chains of sin and gives you perfect peace and joy and equips you to make disciples. We cannot hold on to any privileges. We cannot hold on to any hidden sin. We cannot conceal any hidden sin. We must not be bound by the chains of sin any longer. Instead, we must be set free through the grace that Christ offers. Our commitment to Christ must be without reservations. Do not allow yourself to conform to this world. Do not let the sinful practices of this world rock your path. Instead, stay in the word. Know the scripture. Let Jesus Christ be your solid rock. Be your foundation. Do not build among the sand and your house then falls over. Instead, build on the firm foundation, which is Jesus Christ alone. In every single way imaginable, the disciple of Christ will be put to trial. We will undergo difficult times in our path. We will be persecuted for Christ, whether that legitimately means we are killed for our faith, whether that means insults are hurled at us, we will not have an easy road. God did not promise us an easy life in this world. Instead, we are called to take up our cross and be conformed to the image of Christ. And Christ underwent persecution like no other. Be careful to not grow slack in your profession. Do not be afraid of the cross. Endure it and know that there is an eternity waiting for you with the one that gave you true life. If you do not renounce all, you may not be a disciple of Christ. You cannot hold anybody, anything, any place before God. If you are a disciple of Christ, your life is no longer your own. If you claim to be a disciple of Christ, have you count the costs? Have you truly done an inventory of your heart, of your mind, of your soul? And have you accepted the terms that Christ offers for you to live your life for him, for you to give him full surrender? It's not on your terms. It is on his terms. Your life is no longer your own. 1 Corinthians chapter 19, verse 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? 
you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Glorify God in your body. Flee from the sins that once bound you and run to the one that freed you. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We must be the good salt of the earth. Season those around you with the savor of Christ. Minister to those that have never heard the gospel. And if they have, continue to pour into them. We will have stages of our life when God calls us to back away and let the Holy Spirit work in. And there's times in our life where we are not pressing forward enough and God calls us to press forward more. Do not neglect any calling that God has for your life. Discipling, ministering, whatever it may be, preaching, Whatever it may be, we are all called into some sort of ministry, whether you're a full-time pastor, whether you are a youth pastor, whether you are a nurse, whatever the circumstance is, you are called into ministry. You are called to be a disciple. The Great Commission applies to all of us. So do not neglect any calling that God places on your life. Instead, submit to it, count the costs, and enjoy the perfect peace that God bestows on us. Be a disciple and spread this message and make sure to give all glory to God. Take no credit for the skills that God gives you to build his kingdom. The more that are in his kingdom, the merrier it will be. So learn to be a neighbor and learn to be a disciple and ask that God equip you with the skills needed so that you can glorify him in all that you say and in all that you do. That wraps up episode 35 of the Making Disciples podcast. I appreciate you joining us today, and I can't wait to see you in episode 36. Please make sure to join the Discord, and if you are looking to support the channel, support the podcast, please make sure to do so through Patreon or Spotify, and whatever platform you are on, it'll be in the description of both, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. God bless.